0: okay i think we're recording i think okay i think we've got this
1: all right yeah right we'll see okay okay you got your coffee i have coffee
0: <laughs> nice
1: oh, do I sound excited I
0: it's have 30 red wine
1: <laughs> well if I thought that drinking red wine at 7 30 in the morning would be acceptable I would be there with you
0: but... just to clarify it is eleven thirty 30 at night my time so but we're on the same day
1: yeah I still think we Briefly. should do reverse Next time, I think we need to roll reverse. You can do but, this friggin' seven thirty in the morning shit, and I'm gonna do the red wine at midnight. That never <laughs> works well, mother. I did do, well. Do you think that one cup of coffee do you not remember the gin episode? Well?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I I, I won't put red wine in my coffee cup. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> By the way, the episode, welcome what? back to yeah, that, that happened. That <laughs> happened. <Jesus. laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, that too.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Oh God. I'm Nikki.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm a very under-caffeine Joyce.
0: Uh, I'm under-caffeine too. Um, right up until just before I came in here, I was asleep on the couch. Oh, Well,
1: I was asleep in the bed, so ta-da. Mm, lucky you. Yeah, well, it's where normal people are at this hour.
0: You look very tanned. I haven't seen you in like a month.
1: Well, compared to my normal pasty white, yeah, I
0: guess I do. (laughs) You do. You look incredibly tan.
1: Oh well, thank you, honey. Oh, Oh.
0: you're welcome. I'm always here to dole out compliments willy nilly. I know
1: you're very nilly about your willies.
0: (laughs) I told you,
1: I got no coffee. I've got got
0: the nilliest willies (laughs) that there are.
1: Everybody says so.
0: (laughs) They're huge. The Nillies, oh not the Willies. <laughs> the Willies are probably average-sized. Yes. Do you care yes, to update yes. people? Where are you? What are you?
1: Oh, I am currently in America, and I'm just hanging about trying to figure out what's next. There's not enough coffee, baby.
0: No, but next. there's good sides as well. Like, you're in summer, which is this a big is upgrade it from is. from what I'm in. And but... You've got every like day this target, yeah, mother. Day- you have target. But
1: every day this week it has been ninety-five and above with like a thousand percent humidity. It okay, been- so
0: you're living in Satan's taint, but it's <laughs> fine. I would um, much prefer to live in his gooch than to be freezing.
1: Yeah. True. Well, I guess given the, the choice between the two, I'll i I'll, I'll take the 9,000 degrees. Yeah. All right. Yeah. God, thanks for pointing out the fabulousness of this, honey.
0: You're so kind. I am I always really here to help. This. this is what I do. I,
1: this is what everyone says. You're the most helpfulest.
0: Yeah. With the biggest Nellies. And, and the most benevolosity. All the benevolosity. Anyway, we have it all. Talked about we gotta absolutely get absolutely nothing. Yeah. What are we talking Yeah, we got it.
1: We're talking about charlatans and scammers. This is our 50th and it was a oh, listener selection. A so yay. Know,
0: I had all these plans to send you um black flowers and like a 50 balloons. <laughs> and then we couldn't get our act together to decide on a date until earlier today. <sighs> So, so. Amazon doesn't deliver that fast.
1: That's perfectly fine. It wasn't going to happen. I'll survive. I have black coffee. It counts.
0: Well, good for you.
1: (laughs) And once I hit my 50th cup, it'll be perfect.
0: (laughs) Great. Great. You and me both. Phone call from the hospital. (laughs) You have a heart attack. I have to have a
1: heart first. So, move on. Next. Okay, cool.
0: Anyway, um, yep. do you want to go first? Because I know that you have got, because this is a listener request and you're covering the
1: request. One of the, the things, I, I chose the the lesser sickening of the two. So
0: can we say thank you to this <laughs> listener first? Because yes, oh, amazing. This was yeah, such a so, good yeah. topic. I had such a hard time deciding. Oh, and then when I finally a, did decide, I wrote like a a novel. lot of notes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a novel. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. uh-huh. Yeah. No this this was darling cat. She uh, yeah she suggested that that I check a rabbit hole that you might be interested in, and when I did. Um, She's amazing. <clears throat> excuse me. I believe my response to her was, "Oh my God." you think she gets ragey over some other things wait till she sees this i'll never get her to shut up
0: (laughs) Mm, to be fair you don't get me to shut up anyway well i know
1: but this is good this i'm sure is worse than usual hence the novel that you've written
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh no my one's actually just hilarious but you go first go 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 i can't wait to rage out so
1: all right. So before I start, I need to issue blanket disclaimer. I'm not attacking naturopathy, homeopathy, alternative Eastern medical practices. So alternative, please, what? Please, please, or Eastern medical practices. Okay.
0: I thought you said Eastern and I yeah, well, thought that there was a new word.
1: No, well, there may be, but yes, it's 730. Just bear with me. So everybody just save your hate mail. Okay. I, I'm not against any of this. I'm a firm believer in avoiding giving any money to big pharma and the magic pill people. However, that being said, my charlatan de jour or charlatan adjacent websites de jour justify their existence by appealing to people who feel much the same as I do. And a great number of them are truly suffering life-threatening illnesses with cures. And these are some giant, huge air quotes like my topic being held out as a natural cure for horrific diseases.
0: Excellent. So, are these diseases have, which have an actual cure?
1: Uh, well, I don't know about cure, but at least something that would treatment kill you. Yeah. Okay. That fun. Would treat you. So, I have to admit that when Cat sent me these the links to some of these sites, I truly thought it was a spoofing th- sites, you know, and, and and she was just taking the piss out of people and would. You know, just the, the stuff would just you know, make for some dark humor on the silliness of human creatures. Yeah. Unfortunately, what I found was that this shit is real. And the real shit I'm going to tell you about is drinking your own urine. It's not just a hair dye anymore. It cures everything.
0: That's disgusting. My, but also yeah, hair you,
1: dye, what? Yeah, now you get my taking the piss joke, right? Uh, yeah, yeah no, I get it. Uh, I get okay, it, it was a weak joke, but I tried. Uh, yeah, yeah, apparently back in, I think it was in the Elizabethan era, uh, in an effort for women to have the fabulous light skin and light hair like Elizabeth supposedly had <laughs> and all the cool courtiers had, they would dye their hair with their own urine. Did they never hear
0: of sun in? That's what all the cool kids used when I was a kid. Or lemon juice. Yes.
1: Yeah, no, they, no. <laughs> they weren't that cool, baby.
0: Okay, well, and they were fun. busy trying to keep their heads. <laughs> so tell me about so, these people that are drinking. Okay. That's just, right. I feel like I'm not going to yeah, want my probably, wine very soon. No, you, you're probably going to need your
1: wine. Okay. Uh, so, all right, Alice, we're going down the rabbit hole. Um, it seems that everyone can. Sp- who concerned uses to to back their claims of piss drinking as a magic cure is an indian practice called amaroli or shimbabu rishi and and i know the pronunciation sucks so just spare me the hate mail on that one too um, the biggest proponent, according to Shirley's wellness, com, which was my jumping off point for this topic and is copyright protected through 2022. So I assume since I'm acknowledging this site as a primary source, I'm clear from any infringement problems. Is sure. this where you say yes? Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. No, no. Sure. Okay. Well, uh, according I doubt to... that this
0: person's listening to us.
1: Well, and even if someone tells her, I doubt that she would be too impressed. So anyway, or he or whoever is chief in charge of this. So anyway, the person that, that they hold out as being the, a big proponent in the primary backing of all this was a former prime minister of India, Maraji Desai,
0: okay.
1: who by all accounts lived to be a centenarian and declared the secret to his, and these again, these are in quotes, longevity and exuberant health. Was oh. that he drank his own urine? Of course. The site goes on to apparently quote him as saying that this is, and again, we're doing the quotey thing, the most valuable and beneficial information that is being given to you, which can prove to be a boon to our poor country and which is capable of curing a host of disease, ranging from the common cold to cancer and arthritis to AIDS. End quote. I'm sorry. So you can see where I'm I'm going to build up the little ragey bits here. Oh, just wait. The secret to the efficacy of urine therapy is supposedly that. Okay. Now this is where we get the sciency part. Urine is a plasma ultrafiltrate. It is a purified derivative of the blood itself made by the kidneys whose principal function is not excretion, but regulation of all the elements and their concentrations in the blood. Nutrient-filled blood passes through the liver where toxins are removed to be shed out. Eventually, this purified, clean blood undergoes filtering process in the kidneys where excess water salts, vitamins, minerals, enzymes, antibodies, urea, uric acid, and other elements not usable at the time by the body are collected. And a lot of your multivitamins. Yeah, uh, are collected in the form of a purified, sterile, watery solution we call urine, This was all the technical explanation given on several websites that I have just quoted to you directly. This is, this is why it's okay. So, okay. You make it sound sciencey enough, dumb down the process so it makes sense. And I can see how desperate people would bite thinking it can't be worse for you than putting man-made chemical compounds in your body to deal with devastating illness. Sure. and I've seen how radiation therapy affects people and things like that. And I, I do know that sometimes the treatment feels like it's worse than the cure. So, I mean, I do get that.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and it's a you case know, of and, kill it before the treatment right. kills, you. kills you.
1: Yes, exactly. So, I mean, I can see how desperate people would bite and thinking that, you know, and all of that. and And there may be some validity to the thinking, but I draw the damn line when you have the nerve, to say multiple sclerosis, colitis, lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, cancer, hepatitis, hyperactivity, pancreatic insufficiency, psoriasis, eczema, diabetes, herpes, mononucleosis, adrenal failure, allergies, and so many other ailments. <laughs> they just go through have a dictionary relieved, of
0: diseases. Uh-huh, pretty much just have been written through the use list. of this therapy. I mean, I kid you not. This is Ugh, to be fair. I if remember. I was drinking my own wee, I probably wouldn't be very hyperactive either. True. But your multiple sclerosis would be
1: gone magically. And your colitis. <laughs> and your cancer.
0: You know. And it was like one this that is got so... me is when you said AIDS. I'm like, it... Yes, it's oh, so yeah. Yeah, irresponsible. Yeah, yeah, no. Oh my oh, God. Oh, just wait.
1: Oh, fun I know it gets better So you can imagine oh yeah I mean I just I I lost my shit when I'm reading this it's like and there are desperate gullible people out there who read this shit and are willing to try just about anything and someone puts this tripe in front of them with testimonials from seemingly reputable experts and quote-unquote patients and they forgo best medical practice and advice and wind up even more ill or dead So anyway, here's my overview of the bullshit to avoid if you're ill, or at least talk honestly to a medical professional before you go down this path for the love of God and all that's holy. Uropathy or urotherapy for patients with cancer by Joseph Eldor, MD of the Theoretical Medicine Institute in Jerusalem. Do not confuse this guy with other legitimate Dr. Eldors out there. And there are several along the East Coast and in other teaching hospitals, not the same guy. This guy is so a he theoretical has a, medicine person. does he have person.
0: a legitimate MD after his name? Uh, he has an MD
1: because he is a doctor of theoretical medicine.
0: Okay. What from what I
1: can understand in The difference Jerusalem. between I do not,
0: theoretical medicine. Same way medicine. that I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, a, I'm a theoretical physicist because I know what a quark is. I don't know. What it, is a quark? <laughs> it just pisses me off. Move on. Ugh.
0: No, but but answer the question. What's a quark? Can you explain a quark?
1: No, I can't remember now. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I used to know. I did too. They're going to take my theoretical physicist card now.
0: Neil deGrasse Tyson's
1: Uh, banging on the door right now. He is. He's coming to get me now. Uh, But anyway, this guy has MD after his name and has put forward this paper. And I'm reading you the actual abstract of this paper that he has put out, that people who are researching this or doing what passes for research or whatever. And because
0: he has MD after his name, and you're going to believe name. it
1: because he's a doctor. Uh, he's a doctor. He's a doctor. He's, he's a doctor, and he's not my grandson. So this is, this is the abstract of his paper he has published. And it says, Can- cancer cells release various antigens, some of which appear in the urine. Oral auto-urotherapy is suggested as a new treatment modality for cancer patients. It will provide the intestinal lymphatic system with the many tumor antigens against which antibodies may be produced. These antibodies may be transpierced through the bloodstream and attack the tumor and its cell. So it makes it sound almost palatable, you know, I mean, transpierced. Yes. It makes it sound very, very formal and and factual, but the thing is a guarantee of cure is never made. It's just hinted at. Yeah. And it's a, but it might work situation and it appeals to the reject being overcharged and over medicated generation, especially this so, being I, peer reviewed, dude, I do not know. There's a, he cites about a gazillion different things in this, at uh, the end of this paper, just like if you were turning in a thesis or a document or a doctorate paper, you know, uh, anyway, this is so really I, I,
0: disturbing. I,
1: it is very disturbing. So I think that, you know, I mean, when you're facing devastating illness, the, the key is finding good medical professional, not the doctor. Google answers that feed your narrative that traditional medicine isn't helping and it's time to look for something more radically alternative that might provide more immediate relief, if not resolution. But that's again, it's just my thought. Okay, so here's a title that did actually provide <laughs> that much longed for comic relief.
0: Oh, good, because found- I'm struggling the- to find it.
1: I, I uh, believe me, I was too. By the time I got to this, I was very thankful. The Fountain of Youth by Bob Silverstein, and I'm guessing he's not related to Shell.
0: But does and he have title- an MD for theoretical physics?
1: But well. oh, he's no, no, no. He's better. Okay, great. <laughs> his his title is N U T.
0: <laughs> i just i want you to hold on to this moment and i want you to remember it i struck you speechless didn't i <laughs> you oh. cannot possibly understand why
1: yes go on but he is he's an nut he's an a NUT. natural he is, a nut? he's a natural he is a nut. He's a naturopathic urine therapist. Yep.
0: Excellent. That's what he is. Okay. I love so it.
1: So our, our UT says that. Trust your urine nut. Is, you trust your nut because urine is divine nectar. And it goes on to quote. Divine the nectar Bible, from the nut just, just, just wait. He goes on to quote the Bible saying the life or life force of the flesh is in the blood. And since urine comes from the blood, it contains the life force. I'm using so many air quotes. I'm going to get some sort of finger tunnels and carpal tunnel syndrome or something. Jesus. Okay. So he goes on to tout the healing properties of fresh, warm urine
0: for AIDS no yeah. stop it hold on give me a minute here no no
1: yes. oh but yes oh but wait there's more
0: has this man so not the- watched a single bear grills documentary
1: uh, apparently one of the other ones that i i came across um had written a book and justified a lot of this with, there was a man who, who he and his family got lost in the mountains. And after 15 days he had survived and the wife and children didn't because he would, he drank his own urine and they wouldn't. So yeah, gotcha.
0: (laughs) He literally cites Bear girls.
1: Well, pretty much. I mean, I don't know if it's this. I can't remember if it's this guy. I think it may have been another one. But yeah, it's oh, it's, it's it's out is. there, baby. Oh. So anyway, our our okay, fresh warm urine is has healing properties for AIDS, cancer, fatigue, anemia, weight loss, <laughs> colds and flu, diabetes, Weight loss because chandos. you're
0: vomiting all the time. <laughs> exactly, injured but it's, dehydrated. It's, it's,
1: so it's, it's a waste yeah, product. It's, it's, it's et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and he calls it a panacea, um, as in can, universal cure.
0: Can I just ask? Can uh, you reheat your urine, or does it have to be uh, fresh and warm? It
1: should be fresh and warm, and it should be so, taken midstream. Oh, just you just can so you know.
0: microwave it.
1: I don't. They don't recommend microwaving.
0: Okay. <laughs> Okay, so now we what through. if what if you're a parent and you don't even get a hot coffee? A coffee? How do you get hot? Piss how do you if get you a hot, even get urine hot co- drink?
1: I dude. I I guess you just have to suck it up. Do you and just deal have with, to drink it cold? Warm, cold, brewed cold, pee? Cold, cold brew tea. Cold brew tea. Absolutely. I don't know if the effectiveness oh, uh, goes down when it's cold or not. I don't so like this. It's very sad. Okay, so now this is why to parents test- deserve a break. This is true. They need warm piss as well as warm coffee. Drink your pee while it's warm. <laughs> exactly. Don't do That's that. Your don't. No, don't, don't do, do that. that. Really, don't do that. Oh, God. And then we get to the testimonials, right? Which quite honestly really did do me in. There seemed to be an overwhelming number that used like flawed Google Translate for their publication.
0: God, their, their I love a good reviews. Google Translate.
1: Which, you know, I mean, I just find basically suspect to begin with. I mean, when I see bad Google translate, I'm like, okay, you know, this, uh, (laughs) there's something weird here. All right. So I'm going to quote you some of these lovely excerpts. One of them, quote, I gathered all my bravery and tried urine therapy. It wasn't nearly as horrible as I expected it to be. I was surprised. Are they writing this from beyond the grave? Apparently I was surprised to discover that my cravings for food diminished greatly and sick. I mean, there's a whole lot of other stuff. I about how that it decided to eat raw vegetables and all this other garbage. But anyway, the end of it is I felt very relaxed and optimistic while doing it though. I would do it again. I want to read more first.
0: You should (sighs) read more before you do it the first time. Helpful and life hack.
1: Yeah, let's say here's another one. Applying a well kept urine at a wounded spot quickens the healing process.
0: Okay, and then well one... kept. So is it not warm? I, I, but I, but you guess, know, like there's that's... also that thing about like you can put breast milk on things and it'll help to heal because there's that's a, big a
1: damn difference between be- breast an milk actual and actual drinkable bodily fluid, right. I mean, dude, I have oh, seen grown God. ass men when, when they're trying to help you take care of the baby and there's no milk in the house and no one's gone for a milk run, use the milk out of the bottle in their <laughs> coffee because it's like desperation no. time. So trust me that that's that I can live with. I mean, putting piss in. it in seems a, that, no.
0: like a more logical choice than drinking cow breast milk. Piss. Yeah. Well, oh, I but also it. than drinking pee. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, exactly.
1: Sorry. I was still stuck okay. on milk but okay, this is this is one of my favorites. Um, urine therapy is magic. I am 50 <laughs> years of age. I have symposium of prostate and no, I do not know what that means.
0: Symposium cha- of prostate. I.
1: That's what it says. I did not take the time to look it up. I had every intention of, but I didn't. I feel um, like that
0: should be a life goal. It sounds... <laughs> It's, it sounds like a good yeah. thing, but I'm assuming it's totally I mean, not. I would assume it's not. I mean, don't you go to
1: symposiums and, and aren't they lectures? So I don't know. He has a prostate that lectures him. I don't know. It just won't shut it, up. It won't it shut up. It has a podcast. So, it, <laughs> so anyway, I change all my intake to raw fruit and with natural water. I don't know how you get unnatural water, but okay. And coconut water. I drink all my urine all days and night. I keep some for aged urine. Before three months, the prostate is cure. I bathe with my aged urine. My skin look like snake skin. I used to cure cough and it makes my eyes seeing more better. It cure heart disease. Urine is magic. And that was a direct quote from a devotee from back in 2018. I do not know if the devotee is still, still alive. alive? I still don't know. I knew you were going to ask. I do you know. want
0: your skin to look like snake skin? I've got so many questions Dude, yeah. after have doing I been this, using I have, the wrong skincare regimen?
1: I just saying, Kate Somerville's got nothing on this. I mean, apparently, aged urine does the trick.
0: Doctor Dennis Gross, <sighs> can you help me?
1: Seriously, okay. So then there was another testimonial I read, and then proceeded to lose track of. But the upshot was that this person swears by it and has been treating. Now this is this is one that sent me over the fucking edge. Seriously, oh, fun. Me okay. over the edge.
0: I love it. This by that I mean I hate it.
1: Has <laughs> been treating her mother's Alzheimer's with urine therapy. Oh no, fuck her. Her daughter's no the her daughter's menstrual crap cramps with it and gives it to her cats in their food to keep them healthy. Ugh, I, stop I, it. I, I, I do not know, but oh, just fucking get professional advice before you commit to shit like this. And that's your also, public like, don't service give it announcement. To cats. Well, don't give it to anyone. Jesus H oh. Price. I mean, it doesn't take a genius. So gross. But this is your public service announcement from a very, very angry, wholesome one for this episode. So thank you, Kat, for bringing this to my attention. It's a rabbit hole. I truly wish I hadn't known about.
0: I feel like and maybe it's that thing going to take me a long time to at recover. At the moment,
1: <laughs> it's truly. I mean, I have so much anger right now. It is just not even funny.
0: Honestly, I mean, trying to get. I, a recording I date think, sorted has been a nightmare uh, because you're so wound up about it.
1: I, it uh, I, honestly, I mean, how the hells do you in good conscience feed urine to a, a family member suffering with Alzheimer's or think that it's disgusting. going to help your daughter's menstrual cramp, cramps? I mean, I, I, I why are oh. people, I, t- dude, it's like, why are friends don't know? Just don't get it, just stupid. I I kind
0: of get why is Fred's.
1: I do spoiler alert what next episode is, but yeah, yeah, much anger, much, 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 much anger. Wow, that's fun! So now that was fun. All right, (laughs) so now you're up, you can get ragey. Okay, so now that I what did I do? Go on like an hour long rant,
0: not even. This was
1: all my. It was not like even. a Channel Jew. Was it not enough? Oh, good. No, it wasn't I very felt- long at
0: all. You're fine. Good. good. Uh, so it felt
1: like forever.
0: Today, yes. I'm mm-hmm. going to talk about John Brinkley, not the uh-huh. Irish astronomer who had a very acclaimed and very much legitimate career as the first royal astronomer of Ireland and the bishop of Cloyne.
1: Clo- Oh, nicely done. On it. it's, like not that. Even ter- it's not even Thursday. It's so not and even Thursday.
0: It. He was the first royal astronomer of Ireland and the Bishop oh, of Coyne.
1: It's like I told mom the other mother. His mammy must have high. been so happy. Exactly. My mom said something to me the other day about how I had done me duty. And I said, oh, yeah, that'd be me. I've taken care of me, dear old ma'am. And then she looked at me straight-facedly and said, why do you sound like Michaelina Flynn?
0: <laughs> Who's Michaelina Flynn? Know.
1: He was the matchmaker in *The Quiet Man*, but okay. uh, I, I did I you didn't tell her the, that
0: he's your inspiration no, I, for everything? No,
1: no, I, I didn't have the heart to explain to her the whole
0: terribly bad, bad Irish, Irish accent, bad Irish I, accent I, thing. Once yeah. again, apologize to Ireland. Just in general, it's just general. We just generally apologize to Ireland for pretty much everything. So <laughs> for
1: everything, just especially my just terrible sorry. accent.
0: It's just. Theirs is so gorgeous, and I wish I had it. I know. I, I wish
1: I could fake it really well. Anyway, this anyway,
0: is not, yes, the so, this not the Bishop is, of Cloyne. It's not the Bishop of Cloyne. This is a man who was far more preoccupied with why other men couldn't get it up and how he could help them. <laughs> oh, <gee. laughs> Whether that help was harmful or not.
1: Okay, I'm sensing a genitalia and general <laughs> lower parts fascination with this topic.
0: Yep. Yeah. This yeah. is the story of John <laughs> Romulus Brinkley. Oh,
1: no. Just take a moment okay. to let that name sink uh,
0: in.
1: Yeah, I know, Remus. I don't want
0: to. <laughs> Go on. John okay, pioneered let's, let's... a treatment called xenotransplantation surgery. <laughs> Was he going to put the dick off of something else on him? And while you work on figuring out what exactly that could be, I'll tell you a little bit about his life, because it's equal parts fascinating and hilarious for all the wrong reasons. Johnny Boy was born in 1885. His father, also called John Brinkley, had been a medic for the Confederate Army in the U.S. Civil War. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who are not from the States or maybe are and were on a normal tourist visit to D.C. a couple of ago, the Confederate Army were the bad ones and they <laughs> lost. Mm-hmm. I'd like so. to think that people who took tours of the Capitol a couple of ago wouldn't be listening to us, but... I mean, weirder things have happened, so who knows? This is
1: true. There are people who scope out the competition for craziness.
0: Maybe they use our podcast as an interrogation technique in prison. That could be. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Anyway, his family situation was a little messy. Mm -hmm. Not throwing any judgment or shade. I just think it's funny. I just think it's really, it's just so funny. Oh, no. Um, his father had already been married several times and outlived each of his very young, healthy wives. And then he married a woman named Sarah Mingus. Just gonna
1: wait for you to get over that surname.
0: Just no, just keep going. After a while, no getting over it. After a while, Sarah's niece, twenty-four-year-old Sarah Burnett came to live with them so they started calling his wife sally so that they could tell the difference (laughs) to be honest that's the part that makes me the most angry i'm sorry but Uh, you're older you're the one that's married and you have to give up your name because your niece moves in with you but I'm,
1: I mean, couldn't they have done Sarah one and Sarah two? I mean, thing one the, and thing two. Okay, I mean, well,
0: my very next note is, and the weirdest thing, Sarah two. Oh, and, see? And that's what I call her. And you up go. Magically giving birth to the John the Elder's son. Oh. oh okay. Who she named after his father and also after Romulus, one of the founders of Rome. So that that mm, happened that happened okay <laughs> but then Sarah too died when her son was only five so he and his aunt so Sally Sarah one no he and his aunt <laughs> Sally and uncle dad lived together in East Laporte, North Carolina <laughs> oh God, which is no. in the west of the state like if you imagine if like Tennessee South Carolina and Georgia all met up for like some weird sort of orgy they would meet in South in east laporte like that's where all their borders would kind of meet sorry i've got a little frog in my throat it's probably karma Mm. for making fun of this (laughs) um (laughs) it's not gonna stop me just acknowledge it and continue (laughs) just
1: yeah just just nod politely and move on yeah
0: yeah um john senior died when john jr was only 10 so aunt sally essentially raised him and from what i gather there was a lot of affection there like they genuinely really did she was a great mother aunt and <laughs> he was a great nephew son to her oh god okay all right yeah family tree's
1: just a twig yeah, did they Mr. Wives? I mean, whatever. Literally.
0: <laughs> Literally.
1: Oh god. Um. All right.
0: Which like this had to have been a little bit awkward for her, right? She has what? to lose her name and then raise this kit.
1: I just, yeah.
0: So I- when <laughs> when Aunt Sally eventually died, John found comfort in the arms of a girl he'd gone to school with. Do you want to guess her name?
1: Sally, come on, tell me it's Sally. It is.
0: It's oh, for Sally. fuck's sake,
1: <laughs> Sally! Oh Wilk. my God!
0: And honestly, really? the doubling up of names here is mind-boggling, it's just... but it's also the main reason I included this beginning part. Oh God! <laughs> um, just... They eventually married and started a family, and had a child named John. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, I didn't. I didn't note down their children's names, but they had three of them. Um, John had a very Spartan education level so far, but he really wanted to be a doctor. So he began studying the, and the medical school where he was studying is described by avclub.com as an unaccredited med school with questionable curricula. (laughs) So that's promising.
1: so far, this sounds like the guy I want to operate on me.
0: Yeah. Don't you worry. You're not his demographic. Oh, Um, good. (laughs) He developed an interest in the study of glandular extracts. This would become a lifelong uh, pursuit for him. Oh, no, no, no. Until then, Bruno. whilst studying, he busied his medical urge by selling tonics and herbal remedies out of the back of a caravan. These, these were, were just
1: oil salesman.
0: Okay. These were just legit bottles of strong, cheap alcohol that he was selling it to was, people who would then go away and be like, I feel so much better.
1: Can't walk a straight line, but I feel no pain.
0: <laughs> my pain is gone. gone. I didn't even have to drink my own piss. It was a miracle. Was so man. much better. So, I didn't I have to age start. it, it didn't have to be or warm. Anything. I could put it over um, ice. My god, can you
1: imagine if I had aged it, how fabulous it would have been.
0: <laughs> oh my god, I could have put it out in the moonlight. Oh, and charged it. Can you charge your urine under the moonlight? That's one of the full moon quest- cleanse it oh. of its oh bad or check your cards and see what they say. <laughs> Look, I legitimately consult my cards about everything now. So thank you once again.
1: You're welcome. While studying, he
0: supported his family by working at Western Union. (laughs) (laughs) However, debt crept in, as it always does, and times got hard. Mm -hmm. He and Sally had issues, and she filed for divorce and left with their 10-month-old daughter. So what's an aspiring doctor to do? He kidnapped his child and and fled to Canada. Oh, dear God so he clearly has like (sighs) high level executive function decision making down to a fine art Mm -hmm. um somehow he and sally reconciled and then this happened two more times each time they had another daughter after reconciling no word on her Ah. their kids are named john for Sally.
1: They're probably they're probably all named Sally. I swear. Sally. One, Sally, yeah,
0: two, one, Sally, three. Two, Sally, three. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. Uh, now on his third breakup makeup with Sally and the three children, <laughs> the family moved to Chicago. Okay. Here, John decided to continue pursuing his doctoral dream. And Sally decided to continue pursuing her divorce dream. (laughs) So she left him for the fourth and final time. Mm -hmm. John never received his degree from this Bennett Medical College where he'd been studying. So instead, he turned to another source. John Brinkley bought his degree from a diploma mill. Like Okay, I mean, all right. Dude went to Trump University and then called himself a medical doctor.
1: mm -hmm. There's a lot of that going around.
0: (laughs) His diploma though, was actually from the Kansas City Eclectic Medical University. The one he he bought. He
1: he studied theoretical medicine as well. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Got it. Yeah.
0: All righty then. Soon thereafter, Brinkley met another in air quotes doctor called James Crawford, and the two men set up a storefront doctoring business in Greenville, South Carolina. <laughs> this is just going from <laughs> No, Mother, this hasn't even started to get bad.
1: <laughs> oh no.
0: Their business was called the Greenville Electro-Medic Doctors and they immediately <laughs> began <laughs> they immediately began advertising campaigns with a very specific demographic their ads were aimed at men who were concerned about their again in air quotes because misogyny manly vigor <clears throat> the treatment for manly vigor was probably not like as technical as you're expecting (laughs) do you want to take a guess at what they did because i promise you're not going to guess it
1: (laughs) based upon the name oh i don't know They electric shock this wanker i don't know
0: you're so far off but i wish that that had been what they did I know it just sounded like it should have been though. Like the little like the paddles. Like the clear.
1: Clear. Okay, what did they do? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All I can think of is um, electric light or light orchestra, and I know they didn't have anything to do with this.
0: <laughs> little vials of colored water were injected into patients. Who were told that it was German electric medicine. Because <laughs> the Germans have all the best electric medicine. <laughs> it's European, it must be good. <laughs> Apparently. Not, not eclectic like his medical university, but no. electric. Electric. They were also sometimes told that it was Salverson, which that was being injected. And Salverson was a treatment at the time for syphilis.
1: Uh, well, I mean general area of the body, uh, yes, what, I guess I'm of what I I I I
0: I yeah, no. Got nothing. <laughs> um <laughs> For the pleasure of pretty water veins, these men paid25 dollars per shot. Oh my God. You know I looked up with that it comes to now. Oh, I died, yes. So that Which is was 753 dollars. <laughs> A treatment. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it didn't take long for the good doctors to quit Greenville. About two months in, they just left with unpaid rent and bills owing to them. Debtors galore. The Mm -hmm. two eventually fled to Memphis, where John met a woman who was soon to be his second wife.
1: Oh, lucky girl.
0: Yep. Four days after meeting 21 year old. Minerva Jones. <laughs> I really wanted her surname to be McGonagall. I did
1: too. <laughs> that I was so tempting there for a moment.
0: I know, right? Oh dear. She went by the name Minnie, and well, the the two wed at Memphis's famed Peabody Hotel. Oh, were there ducks present? Maybe. For anybody that hasn't been to the Peabody, they've got like these docks, and there's this whole thing where they march them in and out. It's like a people come and like take photos and videos of it. It's mm-hmm. like this this thing. Um, is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind that he wasn't actually divorced from Sally yet. What's a piece of paper? You it's know? just
1: paper. Doesn't even it's just paper. Who's gonna know? Exactly. I mean, he calls himself, he bought a diploma,
0: you know. He can also be a bigamist. It's fine. Exactly. It's fine. Yes. <laughs> what? The happy couple honeymooned in the most romantic of locations, Kansas City.
1: Oh, his alma mater.
0: <laughs> but also in Denver and Knoxville, Tennessee. Mm. And it was while in Knoxville that Brinkley's past caught up with him in a teeny tiny way. He mm-hmm. was arrested for practicing medicine without a license. Without a license. Mm-hmm. And for writing ah. bad checks, all of ah. which he blamed on Dr. Crawford.
1: No, <laughs> oh, well, what's the point in having a partner if you can't blame them when shit goes wrong? You That's know? what
0: they're there for.
1: That's exactly what they're there for.
0: Yeah. That's what each of us are to the other in this exactly. little venture.
1: That's exactly yep. it. Whoever I blame gets there all first gets the background to po-
0: noise in this recording exactly. on you. Yeah. it's actually my father's fault I'm so sorry for everybody listening that can hear the dishes being done it's fine we're working with what we've got that's exactly exactly um all right so so Crawford (sighs) and Brinkley eventually settled out of court with the Greenville merchants and Uh John Crawford's new father-in-law apparently liked him so much he posted his bail for him Oh my God. Did he realize that he was a bigamist yet? No, nope. I guess not. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> After oh, all Lord. this, John and Minnie moved to Arkansas, where somehow he was able to get an undergraduate license to practice medicine. I don't know how that works. I wonder who he thing. bought it
1: off of. I, I don't know. That's
0: I don't weird.
1: know. I don't know, honey. I,
0: who knows? Eventually, he was able to pay the tuition he needed to complete his studies at his, like, legitimate, questionable university. His
1: his legitimately questionable university.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And he got a diploma that allowed him to practice medicine in eight unlucky states. (laughs) God. His his studies really focused on the prostate of elderly men. Oh my god. Pretty soon he'd moved the family to Kansas City to take a job at the Swift and Company plant as their on-site physician. (laughs) This was a food processing company
1: where he got to
0: see lots of animal behavior. Oh no. And he quickly worked out. (laughs) that goats had a reputation for being incredibly healthy and always having lots of
1: vigor. oh dear lord so lots of manly vigor
0: this is that
1: that randy old goat saying that they used to okay wow What randy
0: old goat saying oh that that's
1: when you would talk about an older man who was all about the chicks you always called him a a randy old or a horny old goat or a randy old goat
0: oh yeah this is probably a bit to do with that i mean (laughs) yep i would guess i don't know um so after a short time in the army during the first world war for which he was discharge after having a nervous breakdown brinkley uh-huh. opened a practice in milford kansas
1: okay to be fair i'd probably have a nervous
0: breakdown if i had to go into yeah. the army was conscripted yeah. in during the first world during any war during any, any war. war but if there that, was a, if particular... anybody like had a verbal altercation i'd probably have a, a little breakdown.
1: meltdown yes <laughs> absolutely as you would Oh, my God. Okay, so he's mm-hmm. now been released from the, the Army after having it's, a nervous breakdown, and he goes to practice in Milford, Kansas.
0: And the year is 1918. 19- and, and who since, does he practice on? <laughs> well, the year is 1918. And what did 2020 mm-hmm. teach everybody about what happened in 1918?
1: Oh, dear, no. He, so he decided he could cure the, the influenza with what? No,
0: he didn't, actually. So the Spanish flu pandemic happened. And for what it's worth, this is the one like shining spot in his record. He Mm -hmm. supposedly didn't do anything shady over this time. No, he he actually put a ton of effort into helping influenza patients with their treatment and recovery. Like he has really, really good um, Yelp reviews over this time. (laughs) (laughs) Did he get testimonials that were badly written? (laughs) they didn't even have to use google translate and <laughs> i feel like that oh, your your example wasn't so much a google translate as a bot wrote it is the way yeah. read to well, me. And it read well it's
1: entirely possible <laughs> as well who knows all i know is it offended all of my little my sensibilities oh your as two and are. a
0: half sensibilities were offended they, my
1: two and a they were both they turned and fled great. They were both offended. They left. They slammed the door
0: <laughs> and left. <laughs> oh dear. Okay, but, so he's being helpful. So here's where things get fun. Uh-oh. He's working as the town doctor, and this man comes in with an impotence problem. And he right. says, and this is from Brinkley's self-commissioned biography. Which <laughs> well,
1: isn't that is an kind of like biography.
0: Well, it wasn't written by him, but it was commissioned by him with very specific inclusions. So, so this basically it, comes from him. <laughs> it's essentially the art of the deal. Um, right. So this man comes in and says, Doc, can you help me? And Brinkley, supposedly, according to himself and mental floss, said, <laughs> you wouldn't have any trouble if you had a pair of those buck glands in you. To which the oh, farmer no. said, well,
1: no. why don't
0: you put them in?
1: Mend me. Yeah. Well, why
0: don't you go you ahead and put a pair of goat glands in me? Transplant mm-hmm. them. Graft them on the way I'd graft a pound sweet on an apple stray. Apparently, this guy okay. did not realize that he's not a fruit tree.
1: Uh, well, he may it's be fine. after
0: this. <laughs> <laughs> But according to Dr. Romulus here, he stayed up arguing with the farmer until about 3 a.m. when he was uh-huh. eventually persuaded to perform the surgery right. for the low, low price of $150. Which, which in today's money is? You know I did it. $2,903. Wow. Okay. Look, that's a lot of money back then. That's a lot of money anytime. Yeah. I mean, maybe not oh, with inflation God. soon, but it's yes, still, but for now. Yikes! Yes. Um, oh, he went on to graft goat balls onto people several more times over the next few months. I, okay. And you guys, the placebo effect is real. These men oh. were pretty convinced that they were cured. They were even having babies, but. <laughs> In reality, the goat testes were kind of just... They were literally having kids. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god, Mother.
1: (laughs) So much. It's amazing.
0: (laughs) Oh god. God. Just wait. Just wait. Because when the first couple had a baby boy, they named him Uh Billy. (laughs) Like, Billy Goat. Billy Goat. (laughs) Was he gruff,
1: perhaps? I hope so. <laughs> oh, my God. This just gets worse. Oh, God. This is, we have gone from the
0: sublime to the absolute ridiculous. Oh, my oh, God. God. But <laughs> um, in reality, these men, the goat testes were just kind of shoved into a human man's ball sack and left to float there
1: oh, until God. the body,
0: like, absorbed them. Like they they weren't actually doing anything. Doing anything. There were no blood vessels joined. They just cut open your nuts, shoved some goat balls in there, sewed you back up and went, you're cured. And And then you you go on to have kids. No my god. (laughs) Anyway, word spread. And before long, he was doing this on the regular. And you know the law of supply and demand. Oh, yes. Well, the demand was there, especially Uh, since Brinkley was aggressively marketing his new procedure as a cure for every ailment under the sun. Anything from impotence to emphysema, including (laughs) dementia, acne, influenza, insanity, and high blood pressure. Mm -hmm. And his prices had to rise, you know, because of supply and demand.
1: There's well, only one because, of him, I mean, and he's
0: the only person who could possibly perform this surgery. It couldn't even be taught I mean, under a workshop, apparently.
1: And, and, I mean, look at all the things that it cured. I mean, for heaven's sake. I mean. Your acne could be cured. You've got to pay for quality meds, man.
0: <laughs> this person could have had the skin of a snake. Exactly. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Oh, okay okay now tell me that he
1: eventually gets his comeuppance please you'd
0: pay $750 for the pleasure of having useless balls inserted into your already useless balls and for those keeping count that is $14,518 today oh dear um he was so successful he expanded his practice to a 16-bed facility complete with a backyard full of goats
1: Oh my god! So you could pick out whose go- which goat's balls you wanted.
0: I have to assume that that's how it worked. Oh my god! Like that's... the gross lobster in a tank situation, which yeah, is foul. that's exactly that's yeah. exactly what I'm thinking.
1: Is I'll have that one over there's balls. Thanks. Yeah, that looks like that'll do me.
0: <laughs> oh, stop it! Oh, god. gross. Um, of course, it didn't always go to plan. Apparently, using angora goat testicles led to unhappy patients who, this is a quote, reeked like a steamy barn in midsummer. Mm. Which just, it really just paints a picture for your nostrils, doesn't it? It does. Oh, yeah. Take a moment to just meditate on that.
1: No, let's not. Let's move
0: on, can we? <laughs> <laughs> Rather not. Other doctors, like actual doctors, also began to take note. And there was a Mm -hmm. campaign by Morris Fishbein, the editor of the (laughs) Journal of the American Medical Association, to revoke Mm -hmm. John's right to practice due to quackery. Brinkley, Uh, yeah. yeah, Right, you think. (laughs) Brinkley's response was that the American Medical Association was a meat cutters union and that they were just jealous of his success. Yep. Yeah, that's Um, it. Yeah, he was successful. This man was raking it in. Um, in April of 1922, John was catapulted into the nation's awareness when the L.A. Times took notice of him, and Harry Chandler, the then owner of the Times, invited Doctor Brinkley to perform the surgery on one of his editors. Which, like, imagine you're that editor. I'd rather not. <laughs> You'd be so upset. Um, it was declared a success, and the headline on April twenty second, nineteen ninety two, read in all caps. I'm going to try to do this in my best old timey voice. Mm-hmm. New life and blends. Uh huh. Doctor Brinkley's <laughs> patients here show improvements. Many victims of incurable diseases are cured. Twelve hundred operations are all successful.
1: Yeah. Okay. In 1922, Radio voice land that absolutely freaked me out, but okay.
0: No worries. Uh, Brinkley was finally a success and rich as well, and he was world famous. And it mm-hmm. was during this time in California that he realized the amazing marketing potential of radio. Oh, no. So he went on a little bit of a press tour, doing radio shows and interviews to promote his balls. While doing press for his miracle cure, John Brinkley made some truly outrageous claims. And here are some of them. Lots of these are direct quotes from allthatsinteresting.com and their article about him. So here are the claims. Most of the problems people have start and can end in the glands uh-huh. 90% of insanity and 75% of divorce is due to diseased glands <laughs> in fact one patient he had was so severely insane these are his words not mine uh-huh. that no asylum could help him until the good doctor came along with his goat balls um and he said the second day after two male goat glands had been inserted, he spoke to me, saying, Doctor, won't you please remove the straps so I can rest comfortably? I am perfectly aware of everything now, and it I feel as if snatched from the grave.
1: Oh good.
0: He's returned from Oz. Mm-hmm. Um returning to Kansas. John was really still enamored with the idea of radio and decided that he should probably just set up his own station. So in 1923, he started KFKB, which stands for Kansas First, Kansas Best, and Mm -hmm. broadcast a mixture of folk music, his own lectures, a podcast, he started a podcast, Mm -hmm. yeah, interviews, and had a question and answer section called Medical question box where listeners could write, or I guess call, I don't really know how it worked back then, Um. in about their ailments. And over the radio, he would diagnose and prescribe medicine, which they could then Mm. fill at their pharmacy. Nice. Like, Dear Abby, my toe hurts. Can I please have some morphine? And it was that easy. Truly, the wild west of medical practice. Ah, uh, yep. Except
1: they they just, weren't getting yes.
0: scripts for things like morphine or even Tylenol. Brinkley had a partnership called the National Dr. Brinkley Pharmaceutical Association. <laughs> this man loves himself, which worked in conjunction with established and legitimate pharmacies. Over the oh, radio, dear. he would make a prescription giving his patient an assigned number. Mm-hmm. They would go to their pharmacy and get that little vial of colored water to take home as medicine. Oh dear. So he's back on the pretty water band. Yeah.
1: He's he yeah, he's, he's snake oiling again.
0: Yeah. Okay. Cause he wasn't with the goat balls
1: oh no no because that's legit man
0: also this is a time when most radio stations accepted no advertising and here Mm -hmm. he is pretty much doing nothing but advertising advertising a little bit of music fundamentalist preaching some french lessons thrown in there for funsies yeah um in 1930 kfkb was the most popular station in the entire country so he hit on like a success there
1: yeah he did he found his demographic and played to it Mm -hmm. got it
0: this much attention though leads to attention sometimes from people you don't want it from Mm -hmm. and in june of 1930 the federal radio commission -hmm. Which was the precursor to the FCC. To the FCC, yeah. Effectively shut him down, revoking his broadcasting license due to the amount of advertising and citing (sighs) the medical questionnaire section um, (laughs) as not being in the public interest. Yeah, you think? You think? (laughs) God. The Kansas City Star owned a rival radio station and decided to up the ante. They began running a series of reports on Dr. Brinkley, and surprisingly, none of them were favorable.
1: No, (laughs) they were jealous. They were just jealous.
0: Also, the not-a-real doctor was frequently drunk while performing the operations he had no (laughs) real training for, And many of his patients died on the table or shortly thereafter. I mean, this was an era pre-antibiotics after all. And the wrongful death lawsuits were starting to get attention as well. Mm -hmm. Do you remember our old mate Fishbein from the American Medical Association? Uh Uh-huh. He'd been trying to shut him down for a while. And he finally had what he needed. Dr. Brinkley had signed 42 death certificates. Each of these people had been otherwise well before coming to see him. Oh, my God. So uh, (laughs) the American Medical Association appealed to the Kansas Medical Board, who held a formal Uh hearing to determine what should happen. Uh And their ruling... Well, it's easy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you think? In their ruling, they said of John that he, this is a quote, because I love it so much, he has performed an organized charlatanism quite beyond the invention of the humble Mountbank, which I guess is a, another word for charlatan. Brinkley lost his medical license and his broadcasting rights in the same year. Good. As retaliation, he did what any con man does and doubled down. Well, yes. He ran a very nearly successful write-in campaign for the governor of Kansas. <laughs> oh, he decided to run too late to have his name on the ballot. Um, <laughs> notably, he was one of, if not the first, to use a plane to hop between campaign stops, and he used a plane that was once owned by Charles Lindbergh to dart around oh, and hold rallies. God. He held massive rallies. He I'm lost, sure. but there were accusations of a stolen election. Sound That's, familiar? Yeah.
1: This I was gonna say, this is all starting to ring fabulously familiar now.
0: There's actually an article on Kansas Reflector that draws a pretty straight line between this and the issues with that fucking guy. Mm-hmm. Uh so angry and ready to retaliate, Brinkley relocated to Del Rio, Texas. Oh, no. A town right on the border Uh, with Mexico, where in 1932, he built himself a new radio station just over the border in Mexico. No, he was not. This is what is called a border blaster station, and it had a super strong signal. One million watts, which at the time meant that this was the most powerful station on the planet xera wolfman jack yeah. Yeah, Yes. yes jack used to do that yep xera is still around it is also mm-hmm. credited with giving a start to some big names mm-hmm. like wolfman jack
1: yes yeah well having the, lived in del rio
0: yes mm-hmm. the carter family gene autry and mm-hmm. jimmy rogers all yep. were given their start on his radio station all blasting over the airwaves in between advertisements for brinkley's own medical medical cures such as his crazy water crystals he even sold (laughs) he even sold autographed pictures of jesus (laughs) Yeah. later this station was also the first to broadcast rock and roll so it definitely had an impact And at the time, (laughs) the signal was so strong that it supposedly interfered with phone calls and metal fences. Mm, I guess this is. Okay, Okay, we're back. Yes. (laughs) Far out Zoom cut us off. Oh, well. (laughs) A bit long winded. (laughs) Yes, just a wee bit. So I think where we left off is that. The signal was so strong that it interfered with phone calls and metal fences, mm-hmm. um, potentially metal fillings.
1: I'm assuming. <laughs> Probably just everything, just earthing. It just right? interferes with
0: earthing. If it's metal, you could get the radio on it, basically. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um. So, and that radio station is actually still running. It yes, it is. It's under. Yeah a very similar name i think when he started it it was xer and then it started mm-hmm. up again as xera
1: i think so something like that but yeah it is still in existence yeah. it does still broadcast into del rio definitely it does yes it does i, it's a I looked it up
0: <laughs> yeah um but yeah i thought that was really interesting he was the pioneer of that i it,
1: oh, oh dear So many bad parallels there. I know.
0: Wow. So in 1938, Brinkley, still sour about the AMA revoking his license and angry about an article they published calling him a modern medical charlatan, sued them for libel and lost badly. (laughs) Do you think? Geez. He was officially linked with the diploma mill and the fact Mm -hmm. that he had no real formal medical training was uncovered and made very public.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: The court's judgment read that he, this is a quote, should be considered a charlatan and quack in the ordinary, well understood meaning of those words. (laughs) i'm sorry but when the courts are like you're a quack
1: and and we want everyone to understand yes a quack in the truest simplest terms possible maybe you should stop trying to sew goat balls into people balls into people yes just just a just a hint and maybe people shouldn't be going to you to have goat balls sewn into them right just a thought
0: you know like your urine people I know, he made I know. it sound like there was an ounce of science to it mm-hmm. and used oh all the right jargon, all the right words, and had yeah, been that, that's, convinced. That's what's so disturbing
1: about people like that and like the nutters that that I looked at. It's uh-huh. just they use just enough to convince you that it might be a thing. It might actually help. Yeah. and Where you're like, well...
0: I guess that the liver and kidneys do work together to clean the blood, exactly. so it
1: makes exactly. sense, right? There you go, and and that's the. Thing. I guess and
0: goats just, do bone a lot, so so you know, you know, maybe maybe it would help. Exactly. And I don't know when the last time I saw a goat with acne or emphysema well, was. So I don't understand I why mean, it wouldn't help. There you are. Yep.
1: Yeah. Uh oh, yeah. Um I just
0: also I just I didn't include this in here because this was already 6 pages long worth yeah. of notes but at some stage he started implanting human testicles into other mm-hmm. humans as well. Which he sourced from death row inmates. So.
1: I. It's just.
0: It's. And it took how
1: many fucking years for the AMA to finally haul him up short and for him to finally.
0: I think that the the trickiness is that people were like proclaiming that it was successful. He was like going to universities and giving demonstrations. Oh, jeez! There's so much more to this that I didn't go into because I already was like, this is verging on needing to be a two-parter. Um, uh. like he was, he was huge. He was the most famous person. <laughs> he he was going into universities. He was going into like legitimate medical situations, giving demonstrations of this. But you know what? This is just proof positive
1: also of that mob mentality thing uh-huh. where if you, you know, I, I just God. Oh, okay. I'm hitting toward angry again. I don't want to be angry again.
0: Okay. Well, this <sighs> court judgment ended his medical career finally. That makes
1: me feel better, <laughs> at least.
0: It also opened the doors for more lawsuits. This man went from having a gory mansion, yachts, luxury cars, private planes to bankrupt mm-hmm. in a very short time. Mm-hmm. And he was also convicted of mail fraud. Good. Okay. Not mail, as in the the.
1: Oh, I think it was mail on both 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 <laughs> meanings, both spellings. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um it was a universal male fraud (laughs) just committed fraud upon all sorts of things all all sorts of things male males goats women (laughs) people who identify as anyone as people
1: as people (laughs) oh dear god
0: um in his later years, John Brinkley was very unwell, and he eventually <laughs> lost a leg due to a blood clot and died from heart failure in
1: 1942.
0: Dear Lord. And he is buried at Forest Hill Cemetery in Memphis. Really? Mm-hmm. Well. Hmm. Which is like we lived in Memphis for a time when when I was younger and i was a theater nerd and i went and did like um uh, like it wasn't like a reenactment it was like an educational thing anyway it was at forest hill cemetery mm-hmm. yeah <laughs>
1: when you all did the tour of the cemetery and all that yeah
0: yeah yeah and you got to talk, like you you know had a role of somebody in history mm-hmm. i was this it was cool. called lucy holcomb lucy pickens, pickens the <laughs> queen of the south yes Um put on an amazing southern accent.
1: Yeah, dad. (laughs) It was way better than my Irish. (laughs) Very, very much so. Yes. Yes, it was.
0: Yeah. So the thing that made me really angry about him being buried there is that his his like gravestone monument Mm -hmm. thing, Mm -hmm. first of all, it's big and it has like a huge statue on top until that got stolen. Well, good. Um, I hope they burned the thing. I, I know it I had to laugh about that. Took a sledge but it to it. <laughs> says Brinkley, MD. No, he's not a fucking MD. And I was he
1: like, he's not manically delusional or massively delusional. Massively maybe that's delusional?
0: Maybe that's what the, potentially, that's, that's what it meant. That's that's what but it no. It's Brinkley, going with that. MD, and I was like, fuck this guy. No, he's not an MD. Hmm. No. But yes. one of my favorite things is, and this is what made me choose the case, other than the, the crazy names at the beginning, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Wikipedia lists his occupation as Radio Pioneer and Charlatan. <laughs> no, I just thought,
1: yeah. That's perfect. Yeah, that's that's perfect. It's perfect. That, that, that's him. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Now I'm going to go and have some more coffee. How about you?
0: Well, it is 12:58 in the morning now. So, so
1: you're going to bed.
0: Yes. I'm once again a day ahead of you. Yes, Um, you are. And I'm going to bed because I have to be up in not very many hours to
1: yes go do do.
0: soccer with small children who are going to make noises
1: yes they are
0: yeah oh my So that's all right, right. okay, okay. Well, well so that's us then yes thank you for coming back and listening to us
1: yes thank you very much and if anybody else has a brilliant idea for something for us to rant and rave and get angry about I, feel so free to much, share Kat. it thank, yes thank you Kat. thank you
0: cat it was so well it was fun for me i
1: <laughs> I, I I thank you, Kat, for listening and being a very kind listener, but I don't thank you for that. No, no, I've got <laughs> many fair, angries Mother, now.
0: You didn't have to take it where you took it.
1: <laughs> yes, I did, because it made me very angry.
0: <laughs> you have all the very,
1: angries. Very I've got all the angries right now. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, God. all right.
0: That'll be fun. I'll leave you to your angries. I'm going to.
1: Thank you. I'll, I'll take my angries and go have some more coffee.
0: I'm gonna go brush my <laughs> teeth.
1: Okay. Try you to do perfect
0: that. my um, snake skin care regimen. And yeah, you work on that. <laughs> I just I have What's to know that? what that meant. Dude, Is that a I, goal? Can somebody. Do, are you aiming to have your have skin look skin? like snake skin? I Is it just because it's like, because snakes are legitimately soft and smooth and, like, they feel amazing. I love a snake. But I, 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 is that what it means? I'm so confused.
1: I need answers. Well, honey, use the Google machine in the morning while you're at the soccer.
0: No, because I have to pay attention. Oh, well, then and, like, I don't know what to And, like, cheer on on you. the sidelines. And I'll have coffee okay. in my hand and it's going to be... It's way too much. My phone and my coffee and my child and my, my coffee and my. And I, mm. Yeah, no, it's just too many, too many. It's too many things. I know, honey. Okay, no, well, God. it is roll late here. Okay. I'm real tired. All
1: right. So let's just book on out of here and tell the people's thanks for listening to all the worthless, worthless shit we shit know.
0: We know. There you go. To get there, you. <laughs> I and know you did. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I think that worked. That worked, right? I don't know.
1: I hope find it out. worked. We'll find out. I hope it worked. Yep. Fingers okay. crossed. Okay. Okay. I'm out.
0: Bye. Okay. Love you. Bye. Love you too. Bye. Bye.